Hey everyone, what's up and welcome back to Behind the Girl Boss. I'm your host Amanda and if you didn't know anything about me already, my name is Amanda. I'm a 22-year-old content creator from Montreal, Canada. I currently go to school full-time at Concordia University studying communication studies. I also work a part-time job while doing this podcast. I also do YouTube and Instagram. I am also the owner of two businesses, one being an apparel company and one being a candle company. I also do freelance video editing on the side. So that's a little bit about me. Now this podcast, Behind the Girl Boss, is exactly what the name is. I love to talk things, business lifestyle, business lifestyle, social media, and so much more. This podcast is generated a lot around interviews. I love to talk to different individuals and learn about their journey, where they are in their journey, how they got there, where they came from, their plans, and just advice for other people that are looking to either start their own business, start YouTube, start podcasting, start anything in the business world. It's been such a journey so far and it's been so fun. And before we jump into today's episode, I just want to talk about how the fact that I am going back to school literally next week. When you're listening to this, I will be going back to school in two days, which is crazy. It's going to be something very different and exciting for sure since like everything has been turned online now so my whole entire semester is online i don't know what to expect for the winter semester um but honestly i'm kind of happy that it's this semester i was talking to my friend about this basically we're going into winter right now so i'd rather be at home doing my classes during winter rather than being like on campus because i don't know I just feel like it's it's a little cold during the winter, so I'd rather be at home. I'm just trying to like look to the bright side and I don't know, you know, just trying to see the good that can come with doing school online. I know it's going to be very difficult to like time manage everything, to continue to be productive, to not like confuse home life with school life. It's just, it's going to be a learning curve for sure, but I am excited because it does give me more time to work on my side projects and stuff because I won't be physically at school. So like once a class is done, I won't have to like commute. I can literally like turn my computer off or turn the tab off and go to another tab and like work on my side stuff. So I'm really excited about that aspect. So I'm really just going into this with an open mind and just being excited to see how the semester goes. Honestly, I'm not sure how it's gonna go, but it could literally be like the best semester of my life. Like, I don't know. So I guess we're going to see that and I will keep you updated along the way. And for anyone else that's in school, I feel like a lot of people in the States already started. I wish you luck for your online classes and we got this. So for today's episode, I have another guest and her name is Tess Barclay. Tess is a, another fellow Canadian content creator. We love Canada. Um, Tess is from Toronto which is about six hours from where I am. And she posts a lot of work week in my life videos, which is how I found her because for some reason I am obsessed with watching them. I don't have like a full-time job, um, but like I'm obsessed with watching people's work week in my life. I think it's just exciting me for one day, hopefully being able to work for myself and just working something that I'm like literally in love with. So yeah, I love her content. I love her positive attitude and her positive vibes. I love how real she is and open and it was just so exciting to talk to another Canadian creator because I feel like we have more similarities and stuff. So we talked all about her college life, her post-grad life, finding a job post-grad, how she works in project management, and also all about her YouTube channel. 
So if you're interested in learning about those things that I mentioned, this episode is definitely for you and I really do hope you stick around and here we go. Hey everyone, what's up and welcome back to Behind the Girl Boss. So today I'm here with Tess. So hi Tess. Hi. Do you want to start off by introducing yourself to everyone that's listening? Sure. My name's Tess. I work full-time in marketing and as a project coordinator. I also have a YouTube channel, vlogging the fun nine to five life in Toronto, Canada. And yeah, that's the gist. 23 <laughs> years old, Canadian. <laughs> we love that. Um, so before we yeah. jump into the questions, I like to do a little hot seat segment to like kind of break the ice and everything. So where would you say is your dream travel destination? Um, I've always wanted to go to Australia. I just think the accents, you cannot go wrong. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Love the accents. Um, what is your go-to meal? My go-to meal is anything on Uber Eats, honestly. <laughs> Super <Yes>. healthy. <laughs> um, probably sushi, like, honestly, yeah. <laughs> Sushi's really good. And what is your best purchase under $100? Ooh, it's a good question. Okay, honestly, my quarantine, my Amazon slippers, I wear twenty four seven. So that those are the best things that ever happened to me. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, so where did you go to college, and what was your major? Yeah, I went to the University of Toronto, and I majored in super random writing and communications. It was more writing. Um, but yeah, I honestly never used my degree. So <laughs> yeah. At least you have something to like fall back on if you ever want to go back in that route. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, so schools in the States seem so different compared to Canada. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you feel the same, but yeah. how would you explain the typical Canadian college university lifestyle? I feel like they seem less fun than the yes. university <laughs> in the States, honestly. Yes. <laughs> really depends like where you go I think like U of T wasn't that much of a party school it was a lot Mm -hmm. of just like dorms and wasn't a lot of crazy parties a lot of like just academic more I feel like um just like less big like football games and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah I feel that (laughs) um (laughs) did you do any internships or things as such during college no I didn't I wish I did I wish I had like co-op or something with my program Mm -hmm. but I didn't um I didn't do anything so yeah I had no experience coming out of (laughs) university so that's okay I feel like people think that you have to do internships and everything to get jobs after but it's not like I mean it could help you but I don't think it's like the biggest thing yeah oh totally I just worked at like restaurants and stuff in the summer but once you get one job I feel like you're good to go so yeah for sure but I yeah if you could do internships I feel like it's doesn't hurt yeah for sure for sure so how would you describe life post-grad life post-grad is just an adventure (laughs) (laughs) um I don't know I feel like the first year is definitely the hardest it depends I think your mindset too I had so many expectations coming out of university I was like I'm gonna live in this beautiful apartment and work at this amazing office and all these things but I think it just is so much like adjusting the first mm-hmm. year out to just like not having your friends around all the time and not having such a structure. Um, but now I'm like two and a half years out and I'm really like starting to get used to it, like having your own place and getting groceries and figuring out how to get Wi-Fi and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so 
yeah, <laughs> I think, yeah, it's, it's really fun. I loved it. Like I was so ready to graduate. So I'm someone who's excited to be post-grad. <laughs> awesome. I love that. So what was the post-grad job search like? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a fun one. I think, um, for me, I found my first job on the university job board. They had like U of T had an online job board. So I just found it through there. Um, definitely not, um, my dream job (laughs) was that one. I think, yeah, it, it, I feel now too, I feel so much for people who graduate now when it's a pandemic. Um, but in my experience, there were a lot of jobs. You just had to get really creative with your resume, I think, and your experience, Mm -hmm. because all these quote entry-level jobs are still need like two years of experience. Yeah. So I just got really creative. Like I was an RA or a Don in university. So I really tried to make that more marketing kind Mm -hmm. of described in my resume. So yeah, I think you just have to get resourceful and just take honestly like anything you can get. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. So you currently work as a project manager at a consulting firm Mm -hmm. in downtown Toronto. So what does that job Mm -hmm. entail? Yeah. So it's actually my first project management job. I've been there for a little over a year now. It's my background's in marketing. So Mm -hmm. this is a, I work in marketing, but I'm a manager of marketing projects. So basically it's like a nine to five, very corporate job. Um, So as a project manager, I get the marketing content from marketers. So for example, Mm -hmm. if like a website page need to be created, I would get the content from the marketer and then manage the process from the budget to the vendors to like just all that sort of stuff. And then you work with the marketer so they can kind of um, like see what they like and then you work together. So it's more of a creative project management role than like a classic um, like IT or something like that. That sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say is like the hardest part about being a project manager? Um, that's a good question. I think probably the hardest part is just at the beginning, um, figuring out all the processes and just keeping in a budget and things like that, especially when it's so unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, just open communication is the answer to everything, I feel yes. like. <laughs> um, but I think there's just a lot of responsibility. Um, in project management, you do obviously have a team, but a lot of the times you're the only PM on the project. So it's Mm -hmm. just a lot of like um, you. So that's why communication is really good. So um, what would you say is the most rewarding and best part about being a project manager? Um, I think the best part is just like with project management, it's so diverse. You, your hands are on so many different things. Like as a marketing PM, I'll work on a social media campaign or a web page or like these really cool HTML graphics or something. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the best part is it's so like there's so many different things and that's in any PM field. Yeah. Um, and I think the most rewarding part is just, I guess, when the project launches and it was successful and everyone's happy. <laughs> so I think yeah. that's the best part. I feel like it's super cool because for myself, like I would hate going to a job and like doing the exact same thing every single day. So I feel like your job gives you that like um, space to like work on different things. And I think that's like important, makes it less like boring in a way. 
Totally. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it just all depends who you work with too, who mm-hmm. make the job so great. So, I mean, yeah. For sure. So what made you interested in this like specific job? Um, yeah, I honestly don't even know how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, my I've done marketing in the past. I've worked at two in two marketing jobs and yeah. um in those I feel like in every job there's project management somehow. Like it's just mm-hmm. such a common like thing. Um, but I always really liked it. Like I just really liked, you know, organizing things and putting things in pretty like processes and stuff like yeah. that. Um, and also my mom was a project manager for a long time. So I just okay. was really familiar with the field. For um, sure. So yeah. Awesome. Love that. Um, what would you say is your career goal or dream job? If you have any dream job. Um, I think my dream job would be just to work for myself. Like that's yes. a lot of people's answer nowadays in our generation. Um, yeah, I would just love to work for myself one day. Um, yeah, just do like marketing and PM and just like more creative corporate thing. Awesome. So you also have a YouTube channel where you post a lot of work week in my life's um, when did you start YouTube and why? Yeah, again, another interesting story. I So I've been back on YouTube for just over a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually had a channel like way back in the day in like the Mac Barbie 07 days of like all <laughs> yes. that stuff <laughs> back in like 2000, yeah, like, like 2011. Um, so I did YouTube all throughout high school. And then when I went off to university, I took like the four years off. And then now I just came back a year ago. So I've been okay. back for like a year, but yeah, I did it in high school. Awesome. Um, what would you say is the best thing about being a YouTube creator? Um, there's so many things. It's just so fun. I really just, it's really rewarding too, because you have so much, like you're creating something out of literally nothing. Yes. Like you just film and edit any way you want. You create your thumbnails anyway, like your Instagram to correlate with the videos. Like there's just so much creative control over everything. So it's really fun to just like pick and choose whatever you want to make and what you want to look like and getting to like talk to everybody. So yeah, there's just so many good things. Like it's just so fun. Yeah. And I feel like my favorite part about like YouTube and everything is like the community that you can build and like how you can be in contact with people from like all over the world. It's so, it's so cool to me. Like sometimes seeing someone that's like from Australia or like somewhere in Europe watching my stuff, like it's so weird. I know. I know. It's so cool. Especially when someone DMs you on Instagram and they're like, oh, I'm in Switzerland or something. You're like, oh my God. (laughs) Like that's so, it's so cool. Yeah. Yes. Um, what would you say is the biggest challenge about being a YouTube creator? I don't know. I think for me, I'm, just compare myself to everybody all the Mm -hmm. time and I think a lot of people do that and it's really hard to not just like focus on the numbers and you're getting less views than your last video or compare yourself to someone else I think honestly the hardest part I feel like the creators are the hardest on themselves yeah um yeah so yeah I think that part's hard but I mean obviously it's like not every day that you're thinking that Mm -hmm. but just sometimes yeah um yeah I feel like the comparison part of like YouTube is the hardest because like you can compare your views, your followers, um, your content and everything. And like, I feel like if you do that all the time, it's like kind of hard to grow yourself too. I don't know if that makes any sense, but. No, totally. Because then you're 
like if you watch someone else, you're like, oh, they got more views on this video, then I should start doing that. And so you kind yeah. of lose the best part that we're talking about. Like you get to control and pick exactly what you want. Yeah. So yeah, it gets for me. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so since you do a lot of like work vlogs, how do you know like what you're allowed and not allowed to show? I actually have no idea <laughs> what I'm allowed <laughs> and allowed to show. Um, yeah, I think I like really err on the side of caution. I don't, mm -hmm. I never say, I have said where I work. I mean, yeah. I'm sure I could, um, and anyone can find it on my LinkedIn, but I just don't want any like ties in that yeah. way. Um, yeah, I, I just try to keep it like super general um and don't show like my screen so someone could see like an email yeah. or something but I don't know because then I watch other people who share so much and they talk about mm -hmm. like exactly what they're doing at work and they say where they work so I don't think there's any rules really I just feel like yeah I just am super cautious I don't actually yeah. probably need to be but just I don't know I feel like it's better just in case because you never know yeah and I don't really know I think it depends to your work like I have no idea if people really watch I'm sure I know some people do, but you just never know like who's watching. So yeah, yeah, for sure. So what do you film and edit with? I film with my G7X camera. I just got it like a few months ago. It's the best thing <laughs> ever. Um, and I edit with Final Cut Pro. Awesome. And where do you create your thumbnails? Um, I create them on PicMonkey. Same. It's like, I feel like it's what everybody <laughs> yes um but I think it's really about the preset like I use a bunch of presets I use like Aspen Overt's presets mm -hmm. um and then I just like put the pictures together on PicMonkey and some text and yeah yeah I literally do the same thing because I feel like it's such a like it's so much better to have like a consistent flow with like all your thumbnails because like when someone goes yeah. on your page for the first time it's just like it's more appealing I know but then sometimes I'll like decide to change my theme of my thumbnail so then I mm -hmm. want to change all my thumbnails same <laughs> remake all of them so they match it's yeah sad. it's like it's so like I feel like thumbnails are like people think it's like so easy you just like put a picture together and like you put it up but I feel like it's like low-key one of the like the hardest parts I think so too because it's like there's so much pressure on your thumbnail because that's what people see yeah. before they click so you want it to be good but then you want it to like not be too complicated I don't know mm -hmm. it's just yeah yeah, it's a struggle. You have 26,000 subscribers. Was this um, like kind of like a slow growth or was it like a rapid one? Yeah, I think when a lot of, most of the subscribers are for when I was in, from when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was like a really slow growth. And then all of a sudden I got like a bunch and then I just stopped. <laughs> yeah, Really good uh, marketing there. <laughs> but um, I think this year, when I first came back on YouTube after taking such a, a long break, it was like a complete, like so many, like such a downfall just because yeah. you're literally coming out of nowhere. Um, but I think I've been back for a year and a couple months and the last couple months has been faster like than the whole year. So I think it just like takes time obviously, mm -hmm. but yeah. No, I, feel I don't that. know if I answered the question. No, you did. You did. But, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like some people think that like when they look at someone's like following, it's like, oh, they got that so fast. But like it takes a lot of time and patience. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. And it's like, it's a, yeah, it's like you can get so obsessive with it, too. It's like you can just watch it like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And I feel like when you start watching it and like you start like counting it and stuff, it get, it feels like it's even slower. I know. They're like, oh, I had... 
26,420 today, but now yeah. I have like 19. Like it's just, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's, it's a struggle sometimes when like, yeah. I try not to like focus on numbers, but sometimes it can be like a motivation fact. So if like, it's not growing at totally. all, it's like, what am I doing wrong? Or like, why don't people yeah. like this stuff? Yeah. Is it hard to balance a full-time job along with YouTube? I think it just depends on how many hobbies you have and how busy you are outside of work. Mm -hmm. Because for me, I have literally no life outside of work. (laughs) So I think I don't find it that hard um, just because especially in a nine to five job, it's so structured. So after five o'clock, you have a lot of time. Um, But if you're a person who's like super busy, you have a bunch of side hustles, like a bunch of like hobbies and things to do, I think it would be really hard. Um, So yeah, for me, I I don't find it too bad. I feel that. Um, Do you have any tips or advice for time management and maintaining like a healthy balance between the two? Yeah, I think something that has really helped me is just staying like super organized. I have a little um like PowerPoint keynote thing on my laptop. Mm-hmm. So I track like all my schedules, what days I'm going to film like a month in advance. So like okay. I already have all my like September videos planned because now it's September 1st. So just trying to yeah. be like super organized. So you're not sitting there like the day of your upload day and you don't have anything. You have to like quickly mm-hmm. film it and upload. It can get really stressful. Yeah. So I think just like being done videos like way in advance really helps the stress for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I understand that. Um, so the last part of my podcast, I asked people on Instagram to ask you questions and I got quite a few. So I picked like my favorite ones. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, so the first one is what is the best thing about living in Canada? Um, wow. There are so many good things. I feel like you can <laughs> attest to this too. <laughs> yes. Um, I think it's just honestly like such a safe place to live Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't know I feel like there's so many um scary places in the world right now and Canada just is always uh, like I'm so lucky to live in like Toronto and it's just yeah I don't know it just feels like a really nice place to live and there's healthcare. like it's just yeah it's a really I'm so lucky to have been born here um so yeah I think everyone's just like the classic like everyone's so nice (laughs) yeah but I feel like it's true like in general like yeah yeah it is I mean for where I live it's like a bit of both because like you know like the French here and everything like um yeah it's very like if you don't speak French like what's wrong with you type of thing but I do speak French but like I don't sound like I don't sound like what the the French people sound like because English is my first language so I mean everyone is generally nice though like you said there's Mm -hmm. like obviously those few people that you're gonna run into in life that aren't nice but like that comes with like everywhere you live I think oh my god yeah it's so true like especially living in a city it's like you'll walk down the street and someone's just like (laughs) screaming and that's it's fine (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) um so someone else would like to know how do you get through hurdles starting your channel technology and motivation wise yeah I think honestly you just have to keep going like even if you think your videos are trash like just (laughs) upload them anyways like I know that's not what everybody says but I think it's just like you just learn like you just Mm -hmm. upload every single week whatever you have done and you'll feel more motivated because the feeling of missing a week or missing your schedule or whatever is worse than the feeling of like uploading a video that's not completely perfect like Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think just like keep going and don't put too many expectations. Like, plus the videos I have from last year, like no one even watches them now because they're so old. 
So yeah. it doesn't really even matter. So yeah. And I feel like it's yeah. it's also cool to like see um your like evolution, like video wise mm-hmm. and like personality wise. I think it's just cool to see like how you've grown as a creator. So even if your videos are not like the nicest when you first start on stuff, I just feel like it's a nice thing to see in the future. And I feel like nobody's are good like if you go back to any youtubers old videos like they're all like super awkward so yeah yeah it's like totally normal yes um someone else would like to know being a canadian youtuber do you feel at a disadvantage not being in the u.s where there's more opportunity honestly no not at all i think being in like now everything's so digital and like Mm -hmm. online that even if you were in person like in LA or whatever all like everybody lives I just think physically being there is less important nowadays especially so yeah, yeah I don't I think it's like it gives you and I like something different because we're Canada, so yeah. other Canadians can relate to that so I think it's it's good yeah I also think it's like important because it's different like you said like um I mean everyone lives in LA sometimes it can get like boring and repetitive to watch like the same things people do every single day in LA so I feel like it's cool yeah. to see the different things that people do all around the world I know I think so too it's so true yes um someone wanted to know where do you get your home and room decor inspiration that is so nice thank (laughs) you so much um I get a lot of stuff from Ikea honestly um and HomeSense is that Canadian Mm -hmm. HomeSense I I don't know if I I think so but I don't know if we even have one in Montreal to be honest. Oh, really? Or maybe it's like not near where I, like where I live, but I haven't been to one. Oh, it's magical. You should go. Where <laughs> <laughs> you can. Um, but yeah, honestly, like IKEA and HomeSense and like Pinterest for inspiration. Pretty basic um answers there, but yeah. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Pinterest is literally like the best thing. I know, it's a problem. <laughs> um, someone would like to know what types of projects do you work on at your job? I think you touched upon this a bit, but yeah um like tons of different stuff like I said um it depends like it could be it's a lot of design like you're managing design of stuff so it could Mm -hmm. be like um even like a pdf could be like a project getting a design or like a website or social media like I said um or even like a powerpoint template like it could be Mm -hmm. any like marketing like collateral yeah love that and the last question is, do you have any advice for any other creators wanting to start sharing their work life on YouTube? Yeah, I think my number one thing that I struggled with was people at work finding out about it because yeah. especially with work, it can seem like unprofessional. I always thought yeah. like, cause you're trying to like, you're just starting your career and you're like, people don't know you. You want to seem like your best self at work mm-hmm. and like the most professional you can. So I was super worried about that. And I almost like, just was like, okay, I'm not going to do it. But I think mm-hmm. like, just don't even worry about it. Just people don't care like at all. Yeah. So I think just own it, be confident, like post about it on your Instagram and just, yeah. Like, don't worry about what people think at work. Like fears. Yeah. That's like the most important thing because I feel like a lot of people tend to not want to post on YouTube or like anywhere on social media, like as a influencer like whatever because they're like oh like what are people going to say about me what are people going to think about me but I think like if you have that mentality all the time it's you're not going to be able to grow or like get there because you're going to want to like shy away from it all the time so I think it's super important to like not care about what other people think about you I think so too and I feel 
it's easy to get discouraged. Like even like, I feel this all the time because it's like, if you don't have the numbers to back it up, because if someone's mm-hmm. like, oh, your channel has like a hundred thousand subscribers, it seems so much more legitimate yeah. than someone who has like 10. So it's just mm-hmm. like, but you're doing the same work. Yeah. So I think you'll never be able to grow if you don't just like start, like everybody starts with like, um, like, no, like everyone starts in zero. So yeah, yeah. for sure. Awesome. Well, that's all I have for you today. So thank you so much again for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Thank you so, so much. It's my first (laughs) podcast ever. So this is so exciting. (laughs) Awesome. Yay. Um, Before we go, do you want to shout out your socials for anyone listening? Sure. Yeah. My Instagram and my Instagram and my YouTube are Tess Barclay. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Tess Barclay on <laughs> everything. Awesome. Well, thank you so much once again. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I really do hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned about Tess or if you knew who Tess was, I hope you learned a little bit more about her. I really enjoyed this conversation and it was so much fun and we're planning on grabbing coffee one day when I'm in Toronto or when she's in Montreal. So hoping for that, it'll be super fun. It's just so cool to that like, I'm able to connect with such cool individuals just because I saw them on the internet. Like sometimes social media is just like such a weird thing, but I love it. I'm so happy that this is what I do. I'm just, I love it. Can't you tell? But I do really hope you um, enjoyed this episode and you learned more about either college life in Canada, post-grad life, looking for a job, project management, if that's something you're interested in pursuing as a career, and about YouTube and how to show your work weeks. Uh, Yeah, yes, that's what I wanted to say. If you aren't following Tess already, please do so. Check her out on Instagram and YouTube. You will not, 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 not regret it. I promise you, you will fall in love with her content and be like, thank you, Amanda. (laughs) Um, If you want to support me, please don't be shy. You can follow me on Instagram, either at Behind the Girl Boss or at It's Amanda Wan. You can also follow me on YouTube. My YouTube is It's Amanda Wan. You can also follow me on TikTok which is also it's Amanda Wan. Um, I do not post the best TikToks, but I do tell you that they can be entertaining sometimes, so you will not regret. But I really do hope you enjoyed this. Please don't forget to subscribe or follow to this podcast wherever you're listening to it on because that would make me really, really happy. If you're listening to it on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review because it helps my podcast get shown to other people and I just, you know, will give you a virtual hug if you do that. So thank you guys so much once again and I will hear you next time.